Hello, my name is Paul Harvey and I am a midlife coach and you are listening to a life, passion and business shortcast. Now over the last few years I have spoken to hundreds of people and I've discovered that our story is everything because what we do, feel or experience is based on the stories that we tell ourselves. This shortcast is a bite-sized episode to explore the ingredients of a good life. We bring out the thoughts, tips and tools so you can try them on for size. So let's explore and see what is possible. Hello and welcome to A Reflection. So is it possible to have too much pleasure? That is the murky world of addiction. And that is an interesting question which dovetails into my conversation last week about being grateful for the gritty bits. You see, over the last few weeks we've been looking at gratitude And then we started looking at creating these magic moments. And then I started considering this idea that our greatest point of growth is in the gritty parts of our lives. But why is grit? Why is it so powerful? And it's funny, in a twist that often happens to me in my life, I discovered the work of Anna Lemke this week. And she's a clinical psychologist at Stanford University who has done a huge amount of work on the subject of addiction. And she is the author of the book, Dobermine Nation. I'll put the link to the book in the show notes. Now, I've not read the book. I have clearly listened into some of her YouTube and explored some of the work online because I don't have the time to read the book this week particularly. But I will get it, I think, because I think it's a fascinating um, thing to explore. But what really hit home to me listening to her talk about this is that we are now living in a sea of dopamine. We are hunger-raged pleasure seekers. So let's put this into some bit of context, really, because dopamine is the pleasure hormone. It's the thing that releases that gives us that sense of, uh, that sense of mm, buzz. Whenever we do an activity that we get pleasure out of, we get a dopamine hit. What is fascinating in some of the research that um, Anna has done, she found a survey that was done about 50 years ago asking people in the developed nations if they were happy. And most people said, yes, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy I'm happy with what I'm doing. And when that question was actually addressed again to the underdeveloped nations, they said, on balance, no, they were not happy. But in the last 20 years, that statistic has a complete reversal. On balance, people in the developed nations are less happy than they were. In fact, they're tipping over into depression and into loneliness and into all of the negative side of this seesaw. So what has changed? And that is the point. That's the point about the book Dopamine Nation talks to. It's the idea of the pleasure principle. We've become so focused on pleasure and getting our needs met, instantly met, that we become oversensitized. No, we actually become desensitized to dopamine. See, in Anna's work, she discovered that the brain treats pleasure and pain on a seesaw. And it likes to keep us in the middle, in a place, of course, homeostasis, which is a balanced position. So when we get overstimulated with dopamine, the brain will do its best to bring us back. It will mop up that dopamine and bring us back down to the middle position. So this is why a drug addict needs additional dopamine hits. This is why drugs, you have to take more and more and more. That's why drinking becomes a more and more drinking to get what you need. But it's not just drink and drugs. 
you know, instant gratification comes from that piece of information that you can instantly find. You know, there was a time when I wanted information, I would go to a library and look it up. I couldn't just reach for Google and get that information immediately. You know, we can suck news out of the air without having to wait for the next broadcast. We've got so much available in terms of um, availability of food, unique tastes, flavours. Any food is available to us these days. We have music and video at our fingertips. We have social media that allows us to interact with people and friends across the world mindlessly. Or we can just mindlessly scroll. All of these things, all of this technology has grown to the point where it serves our needs instantly. In fact, technology is growing to the point where it will start predicting our needs. We no longer need to work for any of it. It will just be served to us for free. And in that situation, the brain is constantly mopping up this dopamine, constantly trying to keep us in homeostasis. And what that's doing is changing our brain chemistry. So the downside of this is that the brain will always overdo the process, that it will be an overcompensation, which then tips us into that place of loneliness, depression, unhappiness, discomfort. All of those places that we don't really want to go which then leads people to reach for their drug of choice, which possibly means more social media addiction, more drugs, more drink, more social media addictions, more doom scrolling. You know, we all are bolted to our phones these days. And that is an instant fix, an instant hit. A moment of boredom, get your phone. There's no sitting in the boredom and exploring what it looks like or feels like. So this goes back to the problem I remember when we when we talk about our biggest battles, when they've all been won and life in front of us seems to have no purpose. How do we get motivated? How do we find the oomph to move forward? It's probably down to brain chemistry. It's causing the trouble because unless we're working for our pleasure, then the pleasure that we get becomes deeply unsatisfying. So what's the secret to get us back to equilibrium? How do we start enjoying ourselves for real and really getting the benefits out of working for our dopamine. Well, it's about the effort that you put into it. It's about the discomfort that you feel. And we're starting to see that in the world. It's starting to appear. People go cold water swimming and talk about how amazing it is for them, how much it changes their day. People like myself run stupid distances on a weekly basis because the process of running somehow makes us feel really good. This is why people are doing Wim Hof cold water treatments and immersion techniques or deep breathing techniques. All of this stuff, all of these activities allow us to have dopamine because we're paying for it in advance. It's the reward for the work that we've just done. And so the brain doesn't see it as an imbalance and it gives us, allows us to experience and have that reward. I think it's so brilliant that I've discovered Anna's work. And as I said, I will definitely get this book. I think it's worth a read. Because it it answers to the question for me why entrepreneurs often take on big challenges, big physical challenges, because they say it sharpens their capacity to do more business, to do more things, to, to sharpen their mental abilities. It's about this resistance pushing against something which makes us, which, where it's harder to win which makes it more valuable when we do win. And I hark back to that Team Ultra I did in June. It was a rite of passage into my 60s. And I still look back at that weekend and go, wow, it was just an amazing weekend. And I met up with the guys last weekend and we climbed a mountain together. Um, you know, and it, and it took us right back to that effort of working together to achieve something. 
it's funny i can't really put it into words very well but it, it's um there is something very very meaningful um, for, for me about, about going through that process, that pain and discomfort of achieving that over that weekend. So you see, all of these things are an addiction. If you're scrolling, that's an addiction. If you're finding yourself, you know, the desire to touch or reach for your phone in, in difficult times, that's an addiction. Now, there's no judgment to these things. This is the way we're wired. We're wired to seek out pleasure. And some might say I'm addicted to running or I am addicted to YouTube. I do scan YouTube a lot and I do and I use those sort of things. But, you know, it's about getting it under control and being conscious about what you're doing and finding a balance and paying for your your um, your dopamine hits by doing something which makes an effort to get there, paying the dues. So how can you get the best out of this for yourself? Well, have a look at your addictions. What is it that you do repeatedly? Are you a big social media scroller? Do you do something else repetitive with your phone? Do you have drinks or food of choice that you find that are that are you're using as a reward or an over reward? Could you find a way of limiting those things in such a way as that you have to work for them to get them? In other words, make them more valuable. You know, what we've done in this world is we've created reward without effort and that is taking away the value of reward. So no big revelation here today because I think we all know this in our heart of hearts that you have to work for something to make it worthwhile. But it is worth exploring in your life what that means to you and how you might make a choice to make these things more valuable by putting more work in. So that's it for me for this week. So thank you so much, as always, for being here on this journey with me. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you share it with a friend because that's how people like yourself find good podcasts. Do check out the website. Lots of lovely resources there for you. Uh, Over 400 interviews and probably 200 of these conversations of people who have been on a journey and have discovered stuff. And conversations like this one which help you think about how you could find your own good life. Anyway, as always, thank you so much for your time and attention. I will catch you on Wednesday. All the best.